It's the 6th of September. It's a big match day. Although it's halftime and we know the score, so. <laughs> it's the big kickoff. Welcome to the big kickoff, <sighs> David. A latest result, or a latest score. Um, the score at the moment is Wales four, Ireland nil. Um, goal: Wales make a four, and Ireland continue to be awful. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's <laughs> that, the more, <laughs> that more or less sums it up. Um, yeah. In other news, <laughs> uh, listen, we, we we just came out of watching the first half yep. of the game. You describe what you've seen. Um, it, it, some simple things are down to the fact that they're not that great of a player, if you know what I mean. Or the some needless balls into touch, needless balls into corners that you can't blame everything on O'Neill and Keane and, and the management staff. You know what I mean? You can see the caliber of player of some of the lads, and even some simple things like we said. I think it was, I think it was Christie. Mm. He kind of put the ball beyond the player, and it looked like he was winning the race. But Duffy was in an offside position, but decided to touch the ball and get blown up for offside. And, Robinson wouldn't be overly critical of him but leaning back just basic things like you know just some certain things but the biggest one and we heard it on a let's just say we heard it in the car on the way in as well but it, you said it yourself there's just the two in the midfield against their three and they're just running running right yeah, far too much space if you if you look at the, the Welsh team the Welsh team when we look at our team we say we're missing this player and that player James McLean we're, we're missing so we're missing we're not exactly it's you not can, you can say we are it's not exactly Guile yeah. You know, uh, who else are we missing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously well, McLean can be replaced because you can get ha- somebody to run just ha- as hard. Harry as Arthur, Harry Arthur is not is a is a workhorse. He's not the yeah. the inventive player. But the thing is, is that Wales are only as good. Let's put it this way: on the level of player that Ireland have, yeah, but they they and, and they've Gareth Bale, obviously. Yeah. Um, but they they're given the the license to go and play football. Yeah. And I think they have a plan. This is what I'm so disappointed with the Ireland team. I don't even think now they know if they're going long or short. The ball has gone back to third goal that, that Ireland conceded. The ball went back to uh, Randolph. The two centre halves or centre backs, one slightly pulled out wide, the other didn't. So Randolph knocked it long and then, of course, the full backs are pushed on. Walters loses the ball in midfield. We're wide open and they cut through us and score yeah, a goal. Yeah, yeah. If, we're, if we're, we're either playing, if we're not playing it long, uh, if we're playing it long just keep it tight get yeah. the back four tight in don't look to get the ball off the, the, the keeper it's it's baffling some of the stuff that's happening and it's it's I in my opinion I think it's neglectful that we've gone not this long and a lot of stuff still hasn't been sorted but uh, yeah basically Wales make a four and Ireland continue to be awful four Irish defenders are drawn to Bale inside the box no one gets close enough to make a tackle that allows Bale the chance to ping the ball back to the unmarked Roberts on the edge of the penalty area and he has all the time in the world to watch the ball come over flick it up into the air and then smash a volley past Randolph 
That's it. Uh, yeah. That's about as cheery as we're going to get tonight. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, well, in exciting news, obviously the FedEx Cup is in its third last round. It's the yeah the last seventy players. Yeah. Or is this the second one? Yeah. Then then it cuts down to thirty, I think, yeah. and then that's the final. So Tiger and Rory are sitting pretty at the top on seven under. Tiger is one hole to play, and McIlroy is only twelve in, so he could rack up a nice little score. Obviously, there's a good few underneath: Billy Horschel, Ryan Armour, Byung Hun and Ricky Fowler but anyway here's the interesting thing this is, shows you how tight it is at the moment in the FedEx Cup McElroy say he wins right yep. now he'll only go up to 21st and so will Tiger like if you know what I mean they're only going to go up a couple of places so basically they need to win this one and probably the next one and even still I think DeChambeau has it sewn up because he's won two in a row so it'll be interesting to see but uh, yeah good to see the two boys sitting on top and speaking as which I suppose will we get straight into Ryder Cup well yeah. So anyway, yeah, uh, Ryder Cup. Uh, Sergio Garcia, I think, is lucky. And um, personally, uh, Garcia, Stenson, Poulter, and Casey. He's gone with four the old guard. One or two other guys, maybe could have Cabrera, Bayo, Matt Wallace, and a few others. Stenson's form is is poor. Um, Ryder Cup. The only thing about Europe is the lads always seem to find a level. <laughs> yeah. You know, they yeah. always find a level. But Stenson's shocking this year. And Sergio Garcia. Here's the first fact of the day he's the only player ever to make the Ryder Cup and never and, and in and the four majors of the year never make the cup is he ever ever the first Ryder Cup player ever to make the team and not make any of the uh, cuts of the four majors of that year yeah see uh, when I seen the the wild cards coming through I couldn't believe it to tell you the truth because it looked it looked Martin O'Neillish let's put it that way it looked like he was being very loyal Bjorn Pickett's to people mates. and very safe as you said okay Poulter in fairness to him has picked up his, his Poulter's in form his he, I would have no issue with that and so, so is Casey uh, and it, maybe six months ago it's you wouldn't the other two is a bit mm. uh, Casey I, I, I'm actually not a, I'm not a fan of Casey's no but he just I missed out though they're in form they, they, you can see why they were picked yeah but they, Casey hasn't been challenging though has he he's oh, done no, he's, okay he's the master in losing he's yeah. the master in choking he's but he's solid okay, but. but I'd say the real reason is I think there's three or four um, rookies they're kind of loaded with rookies that they need to put in a couple more I'd say that's where he's gone with the old guard because I'd say that's what he looked at. He looked at his eight and went, right, there's four or five rookies in there. Right, I'll pick some of the old guards so it's a nice balance. Yeah. Like, Cabrera Bayo's already played one. And, you know, one of the guys said it to me today who's really into the golf and he you knows stuff. Somebody who would probably be a bit annoyed would be Thomas Peters. He's starting to hit a bit of form yeah. and had an unreal Ryder Cup in the last one and a massive hitter as well. He could go up toe-to-toe with the American boys. So it's not just a simple couple of few. Like, there's a couple of players who could have... Would feel hard done by, but yeah. uh, by all accounts, good to see Tiger back as well. What do you feel about the the US picks? Ah, they're monster. Like they've one left. Um, Mickelson was that, is that smart to wait? Just to give. Let's see what what who can bring a bit of farm to the table. <sighs> is the Shambo in already? Oh, he was picked with Mickelson and Woods. Yeah. As far like in the next two weeks, if somebody wins, if somebody wins, that's not in it this week or next week. Is he going to put him straight in? It'd be interesting, but well, maybe he has one. Maybe he has Ryder one, Cup is different. Maybe he has one pick between maybe two or three people. Yeah. He wants to see how they're getting yeah, on. Yeah, like Ryder Cup is a little different, and as much as form is a good thing, you know, there's certain lads. Look at Poulter, and he, you, there is guys who are just made for it, and that's where it comes from. It's interesting that he's leaving another one late. Is it him trying to be too complicated? Possibly, but they're loaded. 
Now it's a long time. America are loaded. It's a, it's a long time since America has won on European soil. Yeah, and they'll be well up for this. If you were, like, obviously we're 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 good at predicting stuff. Of course we are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I picked France for you for months. Right, uh, but uh, what way would you see it go? I go for America at the minute without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. But you know the leveler of being a home in France should be interesting. Now I presume the fact that it's in France loads from the UK will come over because the French wouldn't be renowned for being now everyone no matter where you are they'll be boisterous there's no two ways about it but as I said there'll be plenty from the UK coming over and Ireland and everywhere else across Europe but that'll be the leveller I think it's going to be tight I definitely think it's going to be one of the potential classic tight ones it might go to the last couple of pairings I don't think it's going to be a whitewash for either do you think it was probably my thoughts more so I actually am seeing a, a bit of a, a whitewash I think the Americans are going to... They just have you the... Think so? Yeah, I think Kepka has been unbelievable. Uh, Woods is back to mm. his best. Uh, who else is it? DeChambeau. He's on fire. On fire. Again, a year ago, you wouldn't have thought that, but I, nope. I, they have a, I just think that they have more informed players, and if, you've, if you look at any of the majors, there seems to be a lot more Americans up there. The last line of the next update for the Ireland match is, Wales are just tying with Ireland. Oh, <laughs> it's not funny anymore, is it? <laughs> Ah, I'm laughing, but you have to because <laughs> Christ on a stick. Um, I, it's just throwing me off now. It's just throwing me off. The Nations League, regardless, get away from Ireland because yeah. you know we could bar ourselves for hours on end, and we've done it many a time. The Nations League, it's a bit of a funny one. There's been a bit of a funny build-up all week. It's got pluses and minuses, I think, without a shadow of a doubt. I, yeah. think, I think it keeps the League One teams happy because even though they don't have the friendlies, they're still playing competitive games. England should get a sellout because they're playing Spain. Yeah, and and, and it's competitive games. And it's competitive something to play games. for, yeah. League, the League Two guys, it's, it's a tough, tough competition, mm. if you know what I mean. But for three and four, it's massive. It's massive for them because... Uh, I can't think of the stat, but now in fairness, Serbia somehow have snuck in there. Mm. I don't know how they're no, in No, Serbia in three. Yeah, but, but they were in four before that. Yeah, exactly. We had Serbia. We got the worst draw for them in the oh, last 100%. But yeah. uh, for three and four, it's huge because I think, what is it, in the final, the top, whatever it is, there's going to be somebody in that league four that's going to be in the Euro. So it's huge for them. Plus, they're playing good on us. I think, it's the, I think it has got something, it has got a place. Um, I think it's going to be one of these things where the fans sit back and go whatever and eventually we'll get into it and it gives them the carrot of potentially looking at I was trying to get the League D up just to say one of these 12 I think it is or maybe even more are going to be in it like Georgia, Latvia, Kazakhstan and or like go on and go on Kosovo, San Marino Moldova and all one of them is going to be in the Euros and that's a massive tournament for yeah, them and it's brilliant for them. and it's going to help them playing good honest people at their level uh, everyone's always said there should be B championships and there should be for something for these guys because you're you're not going to learn anything by being being beat by Germany eight nil and ten nil every every other qualifying no. game you play. It means and then you nothing. Go, it, yeah, it's it means irrelevant. Nothing. Now you have Kazakhstan playing and Dora, Lafayette and Georgia, and you're thinking, Do you know what? Let's give it a go and get one or two wins, get a bit of confidence. And the same with your, like Gibraltar and Liechtenstein. Like that's going to be a massive game for them. Going, we could get a win here. You know what I mean? So it ca- it can't be. A, it can only be a good thing. Um, deep down the top boys are going to be happy because they're all playing each other um, obviously England are playing Spain obviously Germany and France are tonight I looked at the France side it's basically the World Cup starting 11 pretty much um, and Germany's pretty much the exact same except Sani's back and then you've got Holland who's the third, third wheel in that group so there's some serious uh, matches to come about how serious they're going to take it that's the only thing um, yeah. 
obviously a bit of pride on the night that's going to be interesting but they, they'll always know we should come into the top two in our group yeah, yeah. but I'd say come the business end whoever's still there will be taking it serious but I'd say it's more from the divisions two, three and four it's going to be a different story Yeah, yeah. because getting into the top two in your group is going to be bloody tough yeah, look like Ireland are out uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's narrow it down yeah so Denmark talk about Denmark yeah Denmark breaking news they've got it sorted I don't know whether it's a short term fix because it literally was it was it was just said on the radio station coming in it that it was literally the boys will be in for the weekend for the game against Wales so um, if it's what Ericsson asked for saying listen just continue it for a month and we'll sort it out in between the next fixtures but uh, yeah they brought out all their uh, candlestick makers and bakers and all them yesterday and uh, half of the futsal team and a third and fourth division player they were beaten 3-0 by Slovakia in a friendly yesterday evening and I'd say that was the, the straw that broke the camel's back yeah, basically yeah. put it out there and then O'Neill stoked the fire today and it was probably the best point he's ever made in, in his tenure going well if they play on Sunday and Wales have an easy win well it's a dead rubber deep down because they're, it's obvious they're going to have a fix before the next game Yeah. Um, so it'd be an unfair advantage but by all accounts short, short term it's sorted it's obviously not going to bother us now too much if this continues on the way Ireland are going but even at that Denmark haven't prepared properly now for this oh, game yeah, so, so it's for, them, for themselves and even for Wales there's slightly maybe an advantage for Wales maybe not Oy. oh Ireland got one back <laughs> <laughs> Ireland pull one back it's true to substitute Williams and he does really well to close down Ramsey putting him under pressure before taking the ball off him acres of space for Williams to run into and he carries into the gap between the two centre halves before coolly lifting a shot over the advancing Hennessy come on Ireland right, back in on Reef there 20, <laughs> 23 minutes right it's on yeah, we're not out of it yet mate <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like they, if pr- providing there's no absolute miracle um, Wales are going to be buzzing with confidence going into that game uh, no matter where it is and they'll be right for Denmark they might have a bit of early they might have a bit of early confidence kind of oh let's show the fans but you know you'd, you'd, you'd have to fancy Wales as you've said you fancy Wales so. for the weekend so they're going to be in the driving seat yeah Zinedine Zidane he's the only person who could help Ireland now <laughs> I think we'll play Zinedine Zidane song and we'll no! be back after the break 1972, under a scorching June sun, in the French coastal town of Marseille, two Algerian immigrants awaited the birth of their fifth child. Later that day, a star was born. Cristiano Ronaldo, Wayne Rooney, Veron, Suarez, Van Basten, Gianluigi Buffon, Xavi, Iniesta, Drogba, Hazard, Tevez, Schweinsteiger, Steven, Gerard, Alessandro Del Piero, Neymar, Forlan, Persing, Nakata, Jean-Pierre Papin, Balak, Van Persie, Beckham, Giggs, Goals, but the strongest of them all. And welcome back to the Big Kickoff on Liffey Sound 96.4 FM. Our text line is 087-062-7138. Our email address is thebigkickoff96.4 at gmail.com and we are on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Contact us whatever you want. 
Uh, yeah, but it bails off. Whoopie do. <laughs> oh God, they're confident. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> uh, just a quick mention, obviously, about the uh, Fantastic Four. We got the fourth in a row there with Dublin uh, last Sunday. Yeah, what did was you your? I did watch the fourth. That was good. Like it was very much. Um, Pretty much like the whole year. You, you Everyone. talk about your football belief. Excuse me. Sorry, Who was that? That's Robbie Savage. Oh, what would he know? He's what would he know about the dogs? In, isn't he? I nearly said something there. Go on. Anyway, yeah, it was the usual, like it was all year. You know, um, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I haven't watched seven, the full seventy minutes up until this this week mm-hmm. because the usual happens. I watch it till. 15, 20 minutes and then Dublin kick in and then I go, right, what's the point? Because they are battering the teams and it wasn't quite that uh, on Sunday but um, Tyrone gave it a great go. Had a good start. started off brilliant. First 20 minutes. But Dublin are a bit like, I was trying to think about it at the weekend going, how am I going to describe this or whatever but it's almost like Mayweather, the last, say, 10 fights of his career when we were all really watching him and he goes in, looks a bit shady, looks a bit ropey, but he's just computing the brain and then finds the last eight rounds, he just knows what to do to win. That's basically what Dublin looked like. They kind of almost let them have it, let them puff themselves out because they can go for the full 70 because they've players just as good on the bench to keep that momentum going and um, the, their fitness levels are phenomenal. They are a different uh, cut above, but I know it's like when the the big thing is the breaking through from the halfback line into the fo- into the forward line with all the guys when they're bombing through the movement off the ball is incredible they're mm-hmm. everywhere well Tyrone did it a few times and then the guy's on his own and he gets swamped gets by three or four yeah. um, but this all stems back from a couple of years ago because of all the the Nordy football which is so negative and so compact that they got in a basketball coach to right. do movement off the ball and show the reasons why in basketball because it's such a tight court and all that they got somebody in and to kind of really work on that the movement off the ball and where to go and Bring people with you and get in, get in the way. Don't necessarily be looking for the ball, but get in the way to create other space for us. And, and it's funny because they're you, on a different level. You've seen it exactly what you're talking about there, kind of basketball esque. And they're getting slated now for for mm. being too boring. A bit like Barcelona yeah. are in yeah, football, yeah, yeah. just too boring. Now you're keeping the ball too long. They're not going forward. But if if something is effective like it is keeping the ball keeping possession and you have the fitness and you have the the was it the shape because yeah. when they when they defend they get everyone back behind the ball and they work extremely hard they don't give you time oh, at it's all. a two-way thing for them like yeah. they're not you can say they're defensive but they're incredibly attacking as well like it's because that's the way they are they the way they break from from defense to attack it, it, it's seamless yeah but uh now it's a great job and hopefully then they the, can the drive for five is on its way yeah, yeah. They're there, already there, there was one t- time I was slightly worried when it was five. I think five points to one. Yeah, uh, and Tyrone had it. I'd say relatively easy for 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 the Gaelic player to make it six points to one. Mm. And, and they're the kind of ones that you need to just keep chipping away at. You know, they had a lot of words. Yeah. So was it a missed opportunity for Tyrone? No. Y- mm, maybe maybe not maybe just Dublin are just too far if it was with 10 minutes to go and still in the lead you'd say yeah but no Dublin got going like sure you blinked I was about to text uh, the brother-in-law he finally got a ticket and I was gonna I was, it was 5-1 it was about 50, 20 minutes in I was gonna text and go have a taxi book for half time get out of there because he hasn't been to the uh, it's the first time he's been to the final and I was like uh literally about to send it and all of a sudden I kind of stopped to do something look back and of course they're back level because they got the goal and yeah, the two points yeah. just like that so that's that's the beauty of Gaelic if you know what I mean Bo Hurl and, and there's even if you're seven or eight points clear even in the first half just that little five minutes of madness can reel it back in and that's the great thing about it Um Good showcase day, but yeah, wouldn't wasn't the classic finally be expecting but yeah. uh, they're so, just a fine outfit. So how did the others 
play catch up? How do, how do they catch up? I don't know. Like it, like Kerry are definitely going to be probably the best chance to catch up. Um, you don't win five minors titles in a row and not get have, a few of them players. Yeah. Like they, David Clifford, obviously, is the one who's most famous. Absolute juggernaut. He came from last year's minors. He's a monster of a player. So they're going to be probably the best challenger over the next couple of years. And um, there's going to be a bit of a yo-yo now in Connacht, obviously, with a couple of, like, uh, Rochford has left now and no one's been in touch. He's mm. resigned and no, not as much as a thank you. Something obviously happened there, you know. So it's going to be interesting. But, yeah, dress it up all you want. Kerry are going to be. The Pope. The Pope. Oh, Pope sure. oh, well, that's it. Listen, the course has been lifted. You never know. He jumped ship. But if you have to stick your neck out now, obviously it's seven or eight months away before you see it. But Kerry are probably going to be the best answer because that's nearly as impressive. Five minor titles in a row. And considering how much Dublin are putting an, an effort into it, the fact that they haven't got their hands on a minor title says everything. Yeah. It is huge, isn't it? it that's a huge achievement. So wh- why are Dublin, if Dublin are producing so, producing many, players, so many players, how come they're not winning these <laughs> juniors? Does that make a mockery of it? Because you see a lot in, yeah. in football where international teams will have good young under 21 teams who go to finals and semi-finals yeah. look at England say. but maybe the and next then few never generations aren't quite going to be as good and Dublin maybe. are going to start coming back into the pack maybe you know before they split us up you know if they keep winning what we're doing if they keep doing what they're doing Dublin North out there was never a problem with Kilkenny were bashing them out though were they but the thing is like, they talked about the team with the greatest resources the team with the greatest commercial aspect yeah. the team with the greatest pool of players but Dublin have always been that way and I suppose no one was giving out when Kerry were winning the, the, the All-Irelands. Dublin still yeah. had all that behind them. Maybe the commercial end, maybe not as big. Obviously, it's bigger now. Mm. But they always had the bigger pool of players. So I think you just got to give them the credit where credit's due. A phenomenal uh, achievement. Like, And I think it was uh, uh, Pat Spillane said it. Like his, Their four-in-a-row team, I think from the very first All-Ireland that they won to four years later, I think there was one change in the 15. Um, and I think for Dublin... I think they've only six players from the four starting 15 for four years ago. Like that's, he says that's just shows you how strong their team is, that yeah. the fact that they can spit. And then you have Dermot Connolly over in Boston or wherever he is running amok and you see some highlight reels from playing the the, the, the championship stuff over there. And he, like he's a, he's a starting 15 man. Yeah. You know, it just yeah. goes to show you like it's phenomenal. Um, and just a little, just a little tip of the hat. Like it's a great tradition that all all Ireland teams do when they go to Grumman Hospital. But one of the poor old kids got moved to another ward and he was in the full rig out, but it wasn't it wasn't part of where they were going and he missed them on oh, Monday. No. So of course it spread like wildfire and Philly McMahon and one of the other lads came back with Sam McGuire there yesterday morning to and of course he was still in the full rig out, so he was delighted with himself. Ah, yeah, about seven or eight year old. But it was just a nice little touch. But it just got yeah, they go every year like both hurling and and uh, yeah, no, it's good. And no, it's, so it's a great touch, but it was good to see them going back and doing what they do, you know. But uh listen, it was brilliant, uh Dublin again. Hurling completely overshadowed the, the football again this year. The championship was phenomenal for them, so it'll be interesting to see it's if a, a few of them can come to the come to the fore. It needs more competition yeah, in the football, 100%. doesn't it? Yeah. Robbie Savage was on talk. him that rude little so and so. How dare you? He, he was on talking about with Mark Hughes about why Mark Hughes <laughs> bought him. It's the way you play. So why did you compromise all your beliefs of good football by signing me? <laughs> Well, sometimes, Sab, you have to try and win ugly, and you're ugly, so uh, <laughs> that's what I went for you. It was going so well. Right, listen to 606 tomorrow, I'm going to hammer you. <laughs> uh, Sab is great. Um, He's I, able to take him. I fairness. completely forgot about it, but I got a flash of it, and maybe you did. We might get it up, and we might finish it for the last minute. 
But you know the way there's initiation when teams, uh, when a player signs and they yeah, stand up and they yeah, have the yeah. dinner. Uh, Crouch did his little party piece in Five Live there the other day. I don't know how to say it. No, I don't think. He ra- it. Oh, he rapped. Informer. I did. I didn't hear it now. Because he was kind of doing it in a bit of a subdued way, trying to look cool. But because uh, I wasn't sure, I was like, this sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. And then at the end, it's like, Informer. And he just looks up as if, like, and he just gave him a <laughs> wing. So we'll try and get it up for, uh, later on. But it, it was brilliant. Like, so fair play to him. Another, another legend is Crouchy. But uh, yeah, it just goes to show you, it's a bit of crack between him and, and, and Husey. Well, that's it. I mean, listen, football, sport, it's all about enjoying it. Yeah. Obviously, you want to win, but enjoying it is the most important. Because there's a great story with David Bentley. He was teammates with him at Blackburn. Yeah. And I think it was like the Johnny Fletch and Sav had a Saturday morning show on BT. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Other sports channels are available. Although I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. And about Sav, he said, ah, Sav was a good lad, you know, good bit of banter and all that and blah, blah, blah. But he said it was very funny. Like, I'd be playing out on the right midfield, Sav was in the middle. But it was always around 70, 75 minutes. All of a sudden, Sav would be overlapping me and he'd be everywhere. And he'd be like, Sav, what are you doing? And he just taps at his GPS, get the miles up, I have to get the miles up. So he obviously saves himself for the last 20 nah. minutes and then he realises, right, I better get the finger out. And no Because he said, he'd just go, so what are you doing overlapping me? He said, I have to get the miles up, mate. And then he just runs just off. For the stats. Yeah. <laughs> so when they look at it on it, yeah, oh, Sav oh, ran no, his 10 gate. He's all right. So he's just running around like a lunatic. <laughs> But if they watched the map, if it was back, I don't know, it was obviously seven or eight years ago, but you probably just see him in the middle of the circle. Next minute, all of a sudden, 20 minutes to go, he's just <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> but it just goes to show, even like we all try and cut corners in, in our job and obviously footballers do the same. Now, we did say, and we will be, uh, in about six minutes, we'll be going yeah, all yes. NFL because <laughs> this... Kicking off tonight. Tonight. Kicking yeah. off tonight. Uh Obviously, next f- five months of madness, and obviously it's it's finishing the first weekend in February at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. It's a phenomenal. They nearly seem to build a new stadium each year for a Super phenomenal. Bowl. Phenomenal. We only mentioned it last year because sta- yeah. this is its second season, um, but it's a phenomenal stadium, and you'll hear plenty about it. Obviously, coming up to it, but yeah, anyone check it out on YouTube or on on any of the website. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Like if Mercedes are putting the name to a stadium, it's got something about it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's quality. Now, but, the, um, yeah, the rugby. Ireland, we don't have Darren Shields here to give us his yes. a full professional outlook on it, but Ireland, England and Wales have announced their summer fixtures in preparation for the World Cup in Japan. Ireland will host Italy on the 10th of August. I can rub that out. And pe- playing England at Twickenham on Saturday the 24th of yep. August and Wales. Double header, home Double and away. header, home and away. Away first and then the 7th of September and then off to Japan. There's such a small pool of rugby teams of quality rugby teams that they nearly yeah. always have to play each other I anyhow, suppose don't being in Japan maybe as well that's why it's kind of going right we'll have a few Six Nation uh, matches instead of bringing over an America or an Argentina yeah, yeah. or one of them I'd say everyone's sticking to home and then I'll get it on in, in Japan and that, that'll creep up fairly quickly that's only a year away but that's now. it like you know like Ireland you just hope um, we Obviously, we're unbelievable this year, but you're kind of hoping, yeah, hopefully we do it again in the sense that we always seem to peak in the middle of a World Cup four years. Um, I don't think it's going to be the case this time. I really don't. Um, I like to think we are the next best in line to try and have a crack at the All Blacks. Hopefully, it's going to be our first one. I've said hopefully a good few times in the last couple of minutes. It will be our first crack at the semi-finals with a bit of luck at the very least, and that'll be success regardless. So, uh, But you can't take that for granted. Of course you can't. The last time we had, who's Argentina? Absolutely. Now, these boys don't mess about. I nearly said the, uh, something different there, but they don't mess about. You yeah. fully, exp- I'm not saying they're definitely guaranteed to do it, but I don't think they leave a stone unturned, and I don't think it'll be 
that type of a game that's going to get them knocked out. It's going to be an unlucky draw where you end up with a Southern Hemisphere team or something in the quarters if if it goes against them. Because they got a good rub of the green for the draw anyway in the group yeah, stage. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, tomorrow year, Ireland will be playing Wales in the Aviva Stadium and that'll be their send-off. Send them off saying sayonara. <laughs> to Yokohama am I right in Yokohama yeah yes um, there's, a, there's a BBC article right hey. Capstone Hill it's a famous hill I think in Yorkshire the Tour of Britain's on this week and do you know the way in France in the Tour of France they uh, sometimes have nice little arty things out in the field and the helicopter yeah. picks it up and you're like oh look at that and there's loads of colour well do you remember like they kind of cut into the grass do you know like a bit like when the 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 it was a greystones where it got scorched and you could see the era painted in so obviously it would have been a lot whiter and brighter well they decided to put a, a bicycle in capstone hill and you can see it from miles and it's brilliant um obviously the sun came down one night overnight and uh when the sun came up it was doctored into a penis <laughs> oh what Ah, oh, <laughs> so if you want to go into the BBC and type in Capstone Hill you'll see it because obviously I can't show you on radio beautiful but uh, yeah <laughs> I read it this morning <laughs> I mean, a couple of teenagers going I've got an idea mate so yeah if you want to watch the Tour of Britain this week and have a laugh check it out high five <laughs> um, this is a statement oh okay and it's basically the Longford Town website oh yeah 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 it says, it seems hard to believe, but it's true. The FAI changed their game against Cork City from Saturday to Friday and never even considered giving us a cent of compensation. Oh, this is one for TV, is it? Yeah. Remember, all players work full-time jobs. They're not fully professional like the, our cup opponents. So to make our game on Friday night, they must take time off. Mm-hmm, and it, mm-hmm. if that's not bad enough, how much do you think the clubs receive for the RTE broadcasting of the match? Not a cent. Our facilities will be used. Our players will provide almost two hours of entertainment for the viewers and we receive nothing, not a cent, because the bigger, a bigger crowd than usual is anticipated. We'll have to bring in extra stewards, toilets, facilities. In short, this high-profile match could end up costing us money. Now, in any plain language, that's just mad. What, why? I, I don't get this. I, 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 I'm now, is this the TV bulliness or is this... I don't know why aren't they getting paid mm. I did hear this last year I, I sh- we're going to have to get under and, and find out what the story is here but it, it's just madness that you wouldn't get paid for promoting you know your own league yeah like you see in Sky and Liverpool gets 25 million because they had 20 games live or whatever yeah. so you think there'd be a couple of quid towards each club in some way, shape, or form, like are the FEI getting something for FEI Cup coverage? I'd say without a shadow of a doubt. So doubt, are yeah. they going to throw a little bit their way? They obviously aren't. So that's interesting. Yeah. So again, it's greedy FEI, isn't it? Okay. Listen, we're we're going yeah, to I'm an absolutely bursting <laughs> ad break. All right, you don't have long. And no, uh, no, you're you're going to have to play some. And we will be back straight after that with NFL. Oh yeah. Coming Irish band, lovely the band, not the worst. No, it's a nice song. Nice, nice. ah, 
Smash in nicely. So anyway, before we kick off, we might as well give it to some real experts. This is NFL game day. It's only about a minute and a half long, but it's very quick, bold, early Super Bowl prediction. So uh, just take it away, boys. So we've got yes. a couple of minutes for our Super Bowl predictions. Oh, so you guys yes. went so long. You missed it. Just answered the question. You missed it. the MVP in a second. We already said yes. Okay. Yeah. It's been done. Irv, what's your Super Bowl prediction? What do you got? I got the Rams over the Steelers. Okay. What do you have for Super Bowl? I tell you what, I'm going to make it an all LA Super Bowl. I'm going to go with the Rams over the Chargers. Super Bowl 53. No, yeah, my oh, Le'Veon Bell has to come in. Okay. Yeah, he, he's not there yet. Okay, I got a juicy one here. But I get... Atlanta was in the Super Bowl two years ago and really kind of messed up that playoff game against the Eagles last year. They're going to be good. They're going to get back. The Atlanta Falcons. Dan Quinn's doing a heck of a job. They Very play talented. In their home. Oh, playing home. The Vikings didn't do that last year. Almost. All right. Against the Jags, and I say the Jags because the Jags had the Patriots beat twenty to ten in the fourth quarter right. in the playoff game last year and couldn't hang on. Tom you Brady guys, did his stuff. You guys, so just, we're talking Atlanta and over the Jags. You guys just want to see somebody well, other than the Patriots. You're just choosing yeah. somebody yeah. other than the Patriots yeah. instead of it. You're staring at right. Actually, the somebody should right. play in the Super Bowl. Well, it's going to be the Patriots again, Probably uh, is. going to Atlanta, <laughs> taking have. on the Rams in Atlanta. Okay. Where, as you know, the Rams won a Super Bowl in Atlanta, having opened up the old. Uh, the old dome there, yeah. the Georgia Dome, they opened it up with a win. Yeah. They're going to open up this new one with a win. Rams over Patriots. Like it. You know, avenging your uh, your loss I, that started the whole Brady Belichick. I I'd appreciate them doing it. There you go. That's okay. my that, that's my storyline, and I'm sticking to it. So there you have it. Three out of the four are predicting the Rams. Yeah. Um, I think he's right, though. I think they've been very dismissive of the Patriots just because they don't really want to see them. So just to kick into that, I obviously got up uh, Paddy Power or betting uh, websites are uh, available also. But Unless uh, Paddy Power wants to sponsor. <laughs> yeah, I'll wear their pants. Mm-hmm. Um, they are the 6-1 to favourites at the moment with the punters. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles 9-1, to Pittsburgh Steelers 10-1 to and the Rams at 10-1. to So they're there, thereabouts. Um Buffalo Bills are obviously the longest shot. They're three hundred to one, and your good old New York Jets are second from bottom, one hundred and fifty to one. They're going to do it this year. <laughs> I feel it, you know. And, and just to kick off, like I watched a bit of the uh, the NFL show on Saturday night uh, after match of the day with Chappie and Osi Manura and Jason Bell. And as much as they were picking who they think and who they, but they kept saying, "Listen, this is the beauty of NFL because the worst team then get potentially the best player, and the, it, it balances out, and everyone gets that little run every now and then." They they said these are the guys that could and should, but there's always people who break the mold, and that's why before the season, as much as you might be confident, you just you kind of don't know. No, you don't know. One or no. two of your superstars yeah, I, get a bad injury. This is yeah. a physical bloody game. You're t- like Tom, Tom Brady gets Polax in the first game and all of a sudden the pages are very ordinary. That's the beauty of this game. And the thing is Tom Brady's not getting any younger. 42. Yeah, 41, 42, something like that, isn't he? And yeah. again, as you, as you said, the hits are going to, you know, obviously he's a fit man. Obviously he does his work. He's he's focused, you know. He's he, But, you know, as you said, it, it, it only takes one wallop before, yep. before he, the team struggles without him. So, 100%. Yeah, it'd, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, of course, the, the Jets will more than likely win it. Um, <laughs> Do in, you think? In mid-March, the New York Jets traded up to number three pick in the draft. Correct. Without knowing which players would be available there. Yeah. After ending up with former USC quarterback Sam Darnold 
it's safe to say the franchise is grateful. <laughs> All right, Darn, it says that Darnold carried himself well in preseason, competing 64.4% of his, his passes and tossing two touchdowns to only one interception. But more importantly, he moved well in the pocket, surveyed the field quickly and never appeared overwhelmed. What's the pocket? That's the gap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in ice hockey, the five hole. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is the five hole? Anyway, yeah, the top 10 picks, four of the top 10 picks are QBs this year, quarterbacks. So obviously they're fairly loaded up this year with some d- decent top qual- quality quarterbacks. Obviously, Baker Mayfield went number one with the Cleveland Browns. He's the 2017 Heisman Trophy winner. Um, he's the first walk-on quarterback or something, which means he wasn't actually selected by Oklahoma. He kind of came up, tried out, and all of a sudden, He's a superstar. Obviously, the Giants got uh, Saquon Barkley as a running back. Apparently, he's ready to go. He's legit, as they say. He's ready to rock. Um, Running back would be a massive thing. Great support for Eli Manning. Um, Maybe the Giants might have another run and one last run before they pan out. Obviously, the other quarterbacks, Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills, 300-1. They have to rely, hopefully, that he can... uh, come good give him something and um, yeah the last one was Josh Rosen from the UCLA to the Arizona Cardinals but to go back to the rest of the draft Shaquem Shaquem Griffin the first one-handed player to make it to the NFL he's starting at the weekend he's starting at the weekend he's starting for Seattle uh, Seahawks he's uh, a linebacker and his twin Shaquille is going to be running out a cornerback no way so yeah watch out for that space and the fact that he's a linebacker he's in defence you know we've been to the game now before and we were showing like to keep your hands in tight hands up and uh, so it's more pushing and pulling in, in the tackle and he's there That I can only imagine how good he is I'm going to be fascinated I mean. because I haven't seen him play but I'm going to be yeah. fascinated to see him play because I actually I didn't realise it for some reason I just thought it was the whole arm was gone but it's the it's his hand yeah that's gone yeah. so have you seen him play? I've seen I've seen kind of footage reels and kind of when I'm watching news reports and stuff, they show some of like he's a beast and he, he knows how to tackle. Is he? Uh, so okay, yeah, yeah. Does he catch? With oh no, he's he's pure. Do you know the He's in the the kind of the rooks at like at the start. Yeah, like he's yeah, in there yeah, kind yeah, of making yeah. sure he's on defense. Yeah, he's okay. protecting his quarterback. Right, you know, so he doesn't have to. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure when he has to, he will. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's not his main job. Yeah, he's defense. Okay, it's to hit and hit hard. Um, so yeah so that's that obviously the final is going to be in Atlanta in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium as we said Atlanta are well fancied they could be the first team to actually play in their home ground in the Super Bowl I don't think it's ever been done Minnesota nearly were the first team last year and failed um, <clears throat> excuse me um, so it'll be interesting to see Colin Kaepernick has made the headlines as we all know uh, Nike have been uh, keeping him uh, in potentially uh, I don't know how much, but he's been well looked after by Nike lately, and of course, all anybody's talking about Nike, so it's a job mm-hmm. well done by them. Yeah, um, I've seen more people follow Nike on Twitter this yeah. week than any other, and people burning them thinking they're great. Yeah, you know, uh, these are my favorite runners, and I'm still burning. Like Christ <laughs> Almighty! Like, and he's and it's not on his own. It's a it's a fun video. I've seen it for it's a two minute long video. It's a good video, and he's doing the narration. And I can't think of the tagline, but it's sometimes you have to sacrifice everything. And yes, he sacrificed everything, and just for for just taking an A. It's it's funny. Yeah, it's weird. I wonder no. will anyone make a stand over the next few days? Isn't it funny when you look at the things like that? How I mean, should they're they're human beings? They're yeah. people are gonna make mistakes. If if I make a mistake or if you make a mistake, should you use, lose your job because of it? 
Yeah. Or is it just high-profile people should lose mm. their job? You know, I, I'm not too sure about... the whole, I know that you're, you're, you're there and, and people look up to you and, and what have you, but I think everyone deserves a, a second chance in, in any sort of situation. So 100%. I, I think people just like to jump on the bandwagon. It's a bit like that celebrity Big Brother this week where... <laughs> In fairness, she's not. Uh, wouldn't be the. Uh, let's put it this way: she's not a hi- highly likable person. Uh, no. someone who would do something like that. But then again, it looks like people are trying to drive her, to kill her. Ah, sure. You know, uh, go and kill yourself. Will yeah, you? We're yeah. going to keep hassling and harassing yeah. you until you do it. That's crazy, ridiculous. So, uh, and this sort of thing, I just kind of say, listen, you made a mistake. Own up to it. Stay or whatever, yeah. and then get on with life. And if you if you make two or three more mistakes, well, then you're going to have to sacrifice your career or absolutely whatever. but no I think it's a great move by uh, Nike and it just kind of highlights the thing and will will anyone jump on it this week now it'll be interesting to yeah. see I just said that because I want to see if you're into Big Brother as much as Aaron Lovell I watched <laughs> I watched the one episode and I watched it last Saturday simple right. as that just to see what it was all about and it was just bonkers um, one of the new rules this year um, is the helmet rule so in an effort to it's more health and safety than anything to be honest but in an effort to minimise concussions and long term brain damage um, it states that the player who lowers his head to initiate and make contact with his helmet against an opponent will be penalised, mm. possibly with ejection from the game and a fine and suspension. His team will also lose 15 yards, and if the foul is committed by a defender, the play will result in a first down. Okay. So it's as simple as that because, you know, Jesus, like, it's crazy in the game over the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Like, they're getting more and more physical, and, you know, some of them might think they're invincible with this gear. Um, it, it makes sense. Obviously, like the rugby players, they're just getting bigger, stronger, and 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 faster. So, yeah, that's it's always a, it's, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's it's a big one. So, basically, a lot of the big guys. Uh, it's a big game tonight in the opener on Thursday night. It's um, Atlanta Falcons versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes but another big addition back this year a guy called John Gruden I don't know whether you might know him to see blondy haired guy he's been on TV for the last 10 years but a famous coach back with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Oakland Raiders and stuff he's back this year yes um, as soon I, as I showed him up there I said the clip now it's about 20 minutes long he's, I managed to find about a minute and a half that's he's, just gold he, he's, he's an aggressive guy this guy is funny so I, it's it's a minute 20 in there's probably about a minute in it but this is he's so many good sound bites and you can see that he's a character but it's so funny the way he talks to the guys and he's full of energy yeah. but he's very funny even talking to the refs listen you know when I start going over the tap, you know, just tell me I'm a jerk and tell me to get lost. <laughs> and the lads just laugh, like, you know. But anyway, this is one. This is about a little snippet, about a minute of some of John Gruden's best bits. Up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. You start acting like a fullback now. You're breaking huddle like me. Like I don't know what I'm doing. Now come on. You're a fullback and tell otherwise. On that dummy spin, I saw him jump off sides. I was trying to get him off sides. I don't want to hear the high snap, low snap, late snap. Get the ball up. Go play. Let's go. How stupid are we? Use some damn sense. Hey, I'm going to kick a ton of field goals this week. I'm done with that guy. Get him away from me forever. I hate that guy. Hey, do I gotta, am, I, am I being too hard on these guys, Jay, Jeremy? Tell them to hang on to the ball, will you? In a nice way. 
I'm gonna learn a little bit about myself tonight too. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. How are you? I'm all right. Everything all right? Everything's good. Everything's good? Everything's good. Everything? Everything's good. How the hell you got that thing going well, that well, may, man? It may change your My life is like a friggin' roller coaster, man. <laughs> yeah. He's good, isn't he? Yeah, and then he starts talking to him because obviously he's got the headphones on, so he, there's guys up in the stadium. So every now and then he'll kind of go, "Am I being a little bit too hard on these guys?" I'd love to hear. Do you know Neil Warnock was on? I could you could hear him slightly. Uh, he was talking to the fourth official in the match the other day, and I'd love to hear some of the Premier League managers. You could so that you could hear what they're saying. Yeah, but Neil Warnock, you know, he, he can be a bit ranty and what have you. But he turned around, he, I think his wife had cancer and he's seeing life in a different way now and he's more positive and all. Yeah, okay. And, and he turned around to the fourth official against, I think it was the Arsenal game. Yeah. And he turned around and he goes, God, this is really is a great game, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, that's not a Neil Warnock thing to say, you know, but I'd love like that there because that's brilliant. Yeah. So basically, that's John Gruden. He's back with the Raiders, but... The big one is the Bears' offense, and they've signed the richest defender in history. Superstar pass rusher Khalil Mack, vote of the league's best defensive player of the year in 2016, was holding out for a new contract with the Raiders, worthy of his lofty status. But with Raiders GM Reggie McKenzie unwilling to go anywhere near the $22 million a year deal signed by the best defender. So 2017's best defender Aaron Donald, a day earlier, Chicago swooped and made him the highest paid defender in history, trumping Donald's contract by 500000 Unbelievable. Big because money, this yeah. year it's big money. Like Aaron Rodgers, I think, is guaranteed like $35 million for the year. Because like they have a big contract, but only so much of it's guaranteed. Then there's bonuses and stuff like that. Like Tom Brady is in, in between 10 and 20 highest paid player at the moment. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's probably his age. His contract costs a bit less and less. But Aaron Rodgers is monster money. But I was looking at it in the top 20, I think, like 17 are all quarterbacks. So it just goes to show you they are who they are. Um, they're the ones who made us plenty of movement this year I think there's nine potential new starting quarterbacks in the league this year but about 17 like there's been plenty of movement I think half the league has changed so without, I'm not going to make any ball predictions I'm just a fan I kind of learn as I go along I love me NFL game day I love the red zone on um on a, on a Sunday, Sunday watching all yeah. the action I still like to watch the main game and stuff but it looks like it's going to be strong this year like there's seven or eight top top sides who are going to be awkward the Jets, though, I don't know, mate. Never know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I never give up. Fuck out. You never give up. They made so, it, they made a half decent start last year. Build on that, and we never know where we go. <laughs> now, deep down, you know, everyone's the punters fancy the Patriots, so it'll be interesting to see have they still got. Has he got one they left in him? Yeah. Has he got one in him? But to be honest, I'm not sure. I'm yeah, not sure. Gas. Has he got one left? Like, there's no one else in the team. It's, it is crazy though. But when it? he like it was it was the the famous one though against I think it was Minnesota. They were, I can't remember was it 19 points behind or whatever. He just turned it on and he, yeah. the offense just came alive. He, he's he's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, he's unbelievable. So listen, he's he's going again. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm not going to make a ball prediction. Just enjoy the year, enjoy all the stuff, and you know the behind the scenes footage is the best. Because even they show stuff all year round and the cameras are everywhere and they don't seem to mind. And a lot of them are mic'd up and there's yeah. mics everywhere. So when you watch like coming up to Super Bowl season, when it's coming up to the to the end and they show like like an hour and a half special of the 2000 and whatever Jets or whoever wins something and they follow them the whole year. They're there for the whole year following every team for such a for such an occasion. And you get you get to see some great stuff. I can't wait for it tonight. I'm going to watch a bit of it. Are you gonna? Yeah. Are you going to stay up? I'm going to stay up. Because I'd, I'd probably be editing the show, you see. So that's normally <laughs> I'm normally up that late. So I, I'll probably get to, if it starts. Is it supposed to start at half one? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does yeah. that is that coverage or the game itself? I think it's the game. Okay, it could be. So the coverage will be on when we get back home, probably. Oh yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to Sunday. I'm looking forward to probably I'll probably try and watch a game more so than Red Zone. I'll actually just watch one because yeah. I've been I was trying to follow up on a few guys that I noticed on Last Chance You like uh, what's his name Griffin the Third or whatever. He was a quarterback, but now he's gone out wide receiver, and he was in preseason with the Chicago Bears. So it's been interesting catching up on a few of them to see who makes the cut. Um, but I'm going to be honest, I don't know. Like we're we're not the greatest fans. We watch it, we love it, but just to go through it. For people who want to get into American football and want to enjoy it, the series that you're talking about, what are the series on Netflix? Oh, Jesus, there's so many. It's unbelievable. Like, uh, like even on YouTube, like, yeah, the 30 for 30s and stuff, there's some great movies on it. Like, there's a brilliant one because I, I noticed that with the draft this year, there's about five teams um, have quarterbacks in the top 10. I think the top three quarterbacks, I can't remember what year it is. Like, if you Google it, you'll eventually find the 30 for 30, but it was Dan Marino. Um, Joe Montana I think it was uh, J- uh, Kelly from the Bills they were all literally in the same draft year right. it was unbelievable um, that's that one there is Last Chance You it's all about these guys who kind of made Division 1 college teams kind of wrong side of the tracks have some issues end up in junior college in the middle of nowhere six months three years to try and get back into the main colleges to give themselves any kind of start in life it's brilliant it's warts and all it's three seasons in now. They've jumped to another college. This guy is, is he's just bonkers. Um, there's another one kind of uh, QB beyond the lights or Friday, like kind of it's three superstar high school guys who are going to Division One college guys and following them. Like and it's the the Yanks don't mind. They show everything mm. and it's fascinating and you get to see it all. It's not doctored down or it's not like they've no shame. Like they'll go for it. Like yeah. you know. So there's plenty out there. Okay, get so you, you have no excuse. Get yeah. your head down. Get in it. Watch some American it. football. Forget about football. <laughs> I think they've another game in a few days' time, but you know what? They finished 4 I'm one. Not, I'm not going to say it. Yeah, finish. Finish 4 one. Okay, listen. McRoy's still leading as well. Okay. See you next week. Be good.